Welcome back, everyone, to episode 12 of the Chimera Gamecast podcast, The Myth, The Fact, The Legend. I am joined here today by Knights. Hello, peoples. How's it going? Happy Center. What's up, everybody? And a friend of the group, Easy. Howdy. This is Easy being cheesy. Because he's easy. And I mean, yeah, he really is that easy. Anyways, uh, our show notes for the day is the intro, which we just did. Introductions for everyone. Actually, this is what we did. Oh my god, why do I have that twice? Uh, games we played this week. Shrimp's Omnom News, but since Shrimp's not here, I'll be hosting it. And then Debate of the Week, hosted by Epicenter, and guess that theme if we have time and everyone's still filling up to it. So, uh, Epicenter, what games have you played this week? Uh, pretty much, I have, this week, not as many. Uh, I'm still playing Dark Souls. Uh, quite a bit of that, actually, with uh, a couple different characters. And uh, surprisingly, uh, Overwatch Beta. I've been quite addicted to it since I tried it out. It's so awesome. Yeah, much better than uh, than I thought it was going to be. I really went into it with kind of a, you know, kind of a lackadaisical, I'll give this a shot attitude, and I've already pre-ordered. It's just amazing. I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm definitely glad I'm getting it. And it's been a long while since I've actually liked a PvP game. I yeah, the, it's, it's very fun, very team-based. Um, I'm hoping, you know, I can get a core group of people to play with, at least with the, uh, the multiplayer, but, uh, yeah, it's just really just tremendous. It's great. I don't know about easy, but shrimp and I would not mind joining you if you're getting it for the PC. I'm, I'm not getting it for the yeah. PS4 though. I, I tried both. Um, I actually got to, well, rank 10 plus on the PC. I think I'm like 12 or 13 now, but uh up back up to rank 10 on the ps4 and uh ps4 is good it runs smooth but it just feels so much better with a mouse keyboard on the pc so it's really it's really good and also i think too the uh you know probably an age-old argument but i think the quality of team play is a little bit better on the pc as opposed to the console um i'm not saying that the console is a kiddie crowd i think those days are kind of in the past but um i you know you 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 pretty much get a little bit of an older crowd a more mature crowd when it comes to shooters on the pc um especially team-based ones so that that's swaying my opinion as well is any opinions on overwatch well i mean like he was saying it's very team-based i like how they balance the team compositions with the objectives if you don't have a good composition you're basically you know screwed from the beginning um you know as far as console versus pc i'm one of those you know old bygone say i still stand by pc is going to be better for fps just because of accuracy and control just because mouse yep for the most part absolutely but you know there are there are shooters i actually prefer on the console but this one is definitely PC all the way for me. Oh, yeah, and I tend to think a lot of the third-person action t- lends itself much better on a console or at least a gaming pad, um, you know, action versus a mouse keyboard. Actually, I disagree with liking this game more on a PC than a console. I kind of I kind of find it easier to play because I'm just used to, like, you know, the, the game pad. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, I can 
I find it actually better on a console, tell the truth. But see, there's always the debate of you can have your mouse and keyboard on a computer and then use a controller if that's what you prefer. But if you can't take your mouse and keyboard to a PlayStation or an Xbox, and even if some games do allow it, even if they do allow it, you can't really adjust a mouse and keyboard like you would on a PC. Well, it's the same thing if you notice, like, accuracy on uh, pretty much is using, like, those applications for the gamepad or whatnot. Uh, it isn't as accurate as pretty much plugging it up to a PS4 or using a PS4 controller on the, on, like, the computer. Yeah, I've had some issues even when I tried using it for, like, Star Citizen because I love my gamepads. Uh, I'm starting to go towards mouse and keyboard again now that I'm getting used to it. What are your, uh, just curious, since we're talking about Overwatch, what classes are really sticking out to you guys? Uh, for me, it'd be, I think this one's for everybody. It's Bastion, the little guy that turns into a turret. And then the healer angel chick, I can't remember her name at this time. I can't, I'm really bad with names, so I won't remember anybody. I, be I, think, I think it's Mercy. Yeah, yeah Mercy, okay. And uh, DVA, I think it's, or just Diva, as I like to call her. What about you, Easy? Um, you know, I don't necessarily dislike Bastion. I he's enjoyable, but I see him as basically being a to be nerfed guy, just because him or Torbjorn are basically they're always going to have the play of the day. Oh, as far I, as I favorites, disagree, but it, yeah, but what's your favorite? I'm all over the board. Um, healer is really dependent, but I do like Zenyatta. Just because if I am being attacked, it's really easy to counter and run away and heal at the same time. Versus Mercy, you got to switch and you can't heal if you're switching over to your weapon. Oh. Um, Attack-wise, Reaper's fun, but you know I did about 9,500 damage in one match with McCree. And that just blew me away because that was twice what I was doing with a lot of the other classes. Um, I bounce between all of them. I, you know, tanks, I enjoy, um, Reinhardt the best, but Zarya is pretty fun. Is that, she's the one with like the pulse cannon, I think? Yeah. I tried Winston the other day, um, just because nobody's really been playing him and, you know, Shadow's even said he never saw him. He's really fun, but he's kind of limited, but... Playing with them is pretty nice. That, is that the gorilla? Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite tank class, actually. I love playing that guy. Really? Oh, man. The the uh, the shift, that jump, that burst or whatever um, is really, really useful, especially when you're in the, uh, the ultimate phase. Um, it actually increases your ability. I've leapt halfway across the map before with that bad boy. You can really easily wow. flank people and... And the more we play, the more I'm finding out about the classes, which is awesome. But if, I'm, if I might chime in, I've got two characters that I do like playing as because Easy mentioned them. Reaper is my favorite offensive, and then my favorite, uh, uh, my next favorite would be the guy that builds turds. That's a dwarf, which I usually hate dwarfs, but this guy is actually pretty fun and funny. Yeah, that that guy's really good. Um, Torbjorn or whatever. Yeah, something like my, that. My my favorite. See, it's I like. This is why this game is good because we all have different favorite. You know, my f- personal favorite is Junkrat, hands down. Oh yeah, He's I agree. My, I my love that. Guy. Yes. Um, and my second favorite is Farah, the, the chick that really flies over. Her. 
Yep. There's. I don't think she does her. enough damage, but I like her. No, Ooh. but she's a pest, and she can yes. get behind, and she can flank. Um, and if you can get her ultimate, which doesn't do a crazy amount of damage, but it can clear. So if you need to clear a checkpoint, or if you're trying to clear, you know, she has the ability to do that. Other than that, she's basically just like, she's like that gnat flying around a potato salad. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You just want to smack yeah. her, but she can move around a lot. <laughs> oh but, yeah, um, which is cool. You know, I like that. Um, McCree I, is okay. Uh, Winston, I like Farah. I like Junkrat. Uh, I like the dwarf, um, and I like the gorilla guy. Bastion is okay, I th- but I'm along the, th- the thought process of easy. I think he's going to get a bit of a nerf before launch because his stationary, it, the damage is insane. <laughs> when that guy is locked into position, I mean, he's he can take tanks down in under a second. That's crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah. I got I mean, me a nice little trio, though. I love Junkrat, Zarya. And um, pretty much sometimes I actually, you know, try to go to the sniping part just because once you get that charge at 100%, that's damn near a guarantee. See, I haven't played it. I haven't played. Uh, there's so many classes I haven't even played yet, like Diva, Hanzo, May, Roadhog, Symmetra. Uh, I'm looking at them right now. Zarya, Zenyatta. I've not even touched those guys. I've never even played them yet. But the thing I like about this game, if you know how to play as that uh, certain character, you can be a beast. You can have like what some people may consider the weakest character and still get by really well. Some people can't use the, um, yeah. Hanzo as good as others or Junkrat as good as others. Hell, I've seen some people with Genji just doing a doing a nice job. Yeah, I've seen Genji tear some shit up, but it, I think it depends on your, your team composition and the map and what's going on, which is nice I, yeah, because yeah. you've, got, you've got all these possibilities, and I think, I think it's going to force people to pick you know like the ballpark two two characters per you know subclass that you that you need to excel with to be able to go to and change during the game and also too i've had some really really good matches where you know you may be just rocking it with your character but guess what you your team needs support or it needs heals or it needs a tank or you know this or that or the opposite team counters with a different composition absolutely I've seen that mm. happen too, you know, and I think the competitive side of this is going to be really, really fun to watch. I'm not going to get into it, but I, I don't have the time or the desire, but, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be really, really good to watch. Sure. I agree. Dude, today I was, um, I went up against a team. I was pretty much on the defense side. It's like they rolled just all road hogs. I'm telling you, man, they like just rushed us with all that high HP. I'm like, goodness gracious, they were just demolishing us. And so you guys know, Roadhog is an anti-Bastion because he can pull them in close and it knocks them out of his turret form. Exactly. Each class has a hard counter for sure. I mean, it's a very rock, paper, scissors show. So if you're, if you're, you know, you can bang your head against the wall all day long. If you're getting the shit kicked out of you, chances are you probably need to switch gears and change what your you know what your class is. Yeah, you can ask easy. There's been plenty of times where I'll see the makeup of our class, and I've switched out of like freaking tracer or somebody to switch over to diva because we didn't have a tank, or I'll switch to the healer because we didn't have a healer. 
Yeah, and I, I do the same thing. Yeah, you know, like you're talking about people who counter Bastion, you know, another one's Reaper, but there there's multiple classes that counter each and every character. And uh, you know, it's still new, but I think people are becoming aware of what those counters are. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be cool, too, to see, you know, Blizzard, if one thing's for sure, they constantly update their games and they constantly add, you know, I mean, hell, they just released a, a Diablo 2 and a Warcraft 3 patch, you know, like a month ago. So, I mean, so it's going to be interesting to see what they they add to the game. So I think I think it's pretty cool. And the price point is where it needs to be. They're not trying to gouge anybody. It's 40 bucks for the core game. They know what it is. They're not, you know what I mean? It's 60 bucks if you want to go with like a special edition and then like the big, you know, whatever collector's one they offer. But 40 bucks for a multiplayer only game, that's fair. You know, I think that's a really good price point where it should be. You know, Rainbow Six should have been 40 bucks because it's a multiplayer only game. You know, Blizzard did the right thing. And. You know they're not they're not taking it to their fan base. They're they just made a fun team based game that anybody can enjoy. I think it's a, I think it's a home run. I think it's a hit. You know it's just great. Um, well, since we got a little off topic here, we can because uh, Overwatch is later on in the discussion. Let's go back to games we played this week. No, sorry. Well, we uh, played Overwatch this week. <laughs> we did play Overwatch this week, so we all know we played all. We all played I played Overwatch some Battlefront too, man. That's it. Just reminded me how crappy that game was playing that game. Star Wars. Tried to do it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, tra- I traded that in this week, actually. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you yeah, really didn't got, like it? I got like 16 bucks. <laughs> oh, you? I'm surprised you got a bar, <laughs> You know that motherfucker's still like sixty bucks though. I was like, I went to, I went and looked at the store, and I was like, eh, it's like thirty. I might pick it up, and it was still sixty. He's like, uh, nope. You know, it's, it could have been really, I don't know. It, I'm not, I don't get a whole discussion of that game. It's not horrible, <laughs> but it, it's just, it's a very good average game. How's that? Um, I only get to play. The, I was highly uh, disappointed. Yeah, I only got to play the beta, so I, you know I can't. I can only judge by that. But it felt a lot like a really good Call of Duty with Star Wars skins. Dude, the beta was better than what the, <laughs> better than the game. Oh, that's that's disappointing because I played the beta, and after like two games, I was like, "Well, this is fun. I'm never gonna play this again." I don't know. see. I think you guys are more critical of it. I mean, it, it's not horrible. There's not a lot of things that you can do because it's within the Star Wars universe, but I can say that Battlefront was one of the best looking shooters I've seen in a long time. Yes. And it was really Agreed. fun. But on the other hand of that, it was really repetitive and it was really just like I I it was for me it was like one of those games like you play it, you really enjoy it, you really think it's a great game. But then once you put it down, you will never have that urge to pick it back up. Yeah, that was the problem. You know, I got two weeks out of it, and that was kind of it. I mean, every now and then I would pop it in and play the new map or whatever they've added to it. But it was just, there really wasn't much drawing me back to it. Yeah. I don't even think I got past rank 25 or something. I was real low. Say so, but that's just, anyways, easy. What games have you played this week? Well, before Overwatch... 
Uh, we played a couple of things. Uh, I've been playing Ark Survival uh, lately, so played a little bit of that. I went back to you know a couple levels in Deadpool and Mad Max, and even uh, updated Smite and tried going back to that for a little bit. No, no Smite for you. Heroes. Did you say Mad Max? Yes. That's a. I love that game. That's a great game. Oh, I, I love the game. I just. Um, I get frustrated because I'm at one part and I keep falling off a cliff and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I do that once and I'm just like, bah, I'm gonna do something else. So, <laughs> just come back a day later or hour later and do the same thing. You know, I I need the little warm up to actually get past that and I just don't spend enough time to actually get that warm up again. Yeah, I hear you. That's a good game though. Um, games I played this week, I played a lot of Overwatch with Easy. And we played Heroes of the Storm when they were doing an update for uh, Overwatch, so we got one game of Heroes, and we're like, okay, well, the they're they're done with the maintenance, switch back to Overwatch. Uh, finally beat Dark Souls, as I was telling Epicenter before the podcast, so that's finally another Dark Souls under my belt. Ooh, congrats. Uh, yeah, and it's... I haven't, I'm beating an optional area. I'm guessing I'll probably be at about 63 hours when I finally beat the optional area. That's about where I was the first time I beat it, roughly. So yeah, like when people say, "Damn, you said the first time." Yeah, Yeah. I've beat it actually two and a half times, and I've got a PvP character. (laughs) To put it in spectrum for you, knights, the first time I beat the uh, the amount of time it took me to beat the first Dark Souls, I was about at like seventy four hours, and then the second Dark Souls was about fifty three. And Bloodborne, since I did it with you guys, well, I did it with eight bit. That one took a little bit... I mean, it still took about the same amount of time, because it was... The areas took less time, but I was doing it twice because I was playing it with somebody, so it still ended up being about 60 hours. But I think it was even less Hmm. than that, actually. But then, yeah, Dark Souls 3 I've been doing mostly by myself, besides, like, when I need help with the bosses, because some of these bosses in this game are just like, fuck, man. So, but yeah, I'll be about 63 hours when I beat the optional area. Yeah, I think I hit 100, and I looked, I think between the time you and I had talked, I think I hit like 141 on that, 141 hours. Yeah, I'm going to use my primary to get shrimp and uh, 8-bit through, and then me and, uh, I'm gonna what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through and grab all of uh, Ornstein and Samoa's armor, or armor, armor and weapons, and I'm going to give it to one of uh 8-bit's lower level characters, and we're going to make characters called Ornstein and Smoke, because in Dark Souls 3, what you name your character is what people see. So we're going to name our characters Ornstein and Smoke, and we're going to go to PvP areas and just fuck up people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I love the PvP in that game. That It's the best out of all of them, I think. Especially with the Covenants. Yeah. Um, to, it's I've got a character, he's 120, he, which is the PvP meta. That's the level you want to get to. And I'm, I'm keeping him posted there for PvP. And then I've got another character that I blasted through with, and he's already halfway through New Game Plus. Um, and I'm trying out different low-level stuff, but the PvP on that game is, really has me hooked quite, quite a bit. Especially that I'm figuring out that you can actually use Covenants to <clears throat> invade cooperatively into other games. So you and a buddy can actually invade the same realm together really? with yeah it's pretty cool and wait how do you do that i didn't know you could invade with a the warrior of the sun the way of the sun or whatever it's called uh-huh. um you password invade 
and the game actually try it's built in to try because it's such a co-op based covenant everybody thinks co-op like bosses but it's just co-op whatever you're doing so the game actively tries to match you to other people in that covenant invading so if you password it up it you have a much higher likelihood of getting matched in the same game and then you can actually go invade with a buddy of yours into another realm i mean but be prepared because you know i've actually invaded i've had you know it's been like four on two five on two you know four on one you know or whatever but i'll tell you what though there's some dudes in that game i was playing uh the other day and there was a guy i had me and i can't remember if i i think i had one summon with me no i had two summons with me he killed both my summons and then i had a a a blue sentinel come in and like the blue sentinel i could tell the blue sentinel had more pvp under his belt than the other two because the other two just went down without a freaking fight basically and then the blue sentinel came in kept him distracted i found a guy on the staircase and at this point this guy had run out of flask says i kept knocking him around with my zweehander which for you guys that don't know the zweehander is like a 12 foot sword so when you get hit by that thing it hits you like a mac truck and so I kept smacking him around with the sword, but he kept healing. And then he like he had really fast blades, so he kept causing me to bleed. Which would when you bleed, it takes like I think it's like seventy percent of your maximum health. So I kept having to avoid him, but he finally ran out of flasks. Like if that guy had more flasks, he probably would have taken out the other two guys and would have got to me. There's guys that do nothing but PvP in that game. I mean, which you know the best thing to do is is just go find a fight club and just practice um you know learn the art of pairing (laughs) that's that's a good way to do it because pairing in that game is you know a really good way to take someone out but um yeah there's guys that you know they'll come in and they'll invade your game and you know they'll take out your your summons like like their water you know they just mow through them you know, they just and they just trounce you. They're just that good at it. But it's pretty cool, man. Um, and there's a lot of cool things you can do. You can cast. Um, I don't know what it's called, but if you get invaded, there's something that you can throw on the ground <clears throat> where it causes all the uh, the monsters of that zone to become hostile to the invader. So you can actually, you know, turn it around on them where you put them in, you know, an area because they love to back, you know, a lot of invaders try to kite you into an area where, you know, they know the mobs are going to hit you. You can trick them, cast it. All of a sudden they turn hostile on the invader. I mean, <clears throat> there's the rings that turn yourself different colors where people may think or get confused, you know, of if you're a good guy or bad guy or whatever, you know, I mean, it works. Yeah. Clay and I will do that where <clears throat> I'll put the ring on. He'll wait till he gets invaded and I look like a helper, and then all of a sudden, as the invaders hit and clay, I'll run up and backstab the invader. You know, I mean, you can trick people and stuff. It's just really cool. It's just an awesome game. Yeah, I constantly wear the ring that makes me look like I'm that there's two hosts, basically. But I don't want to stay on the subject much longer. I just want to say real quick that uh, I was in Shrimp's game, and I put down the sign of the Mad Covenant. And for Easy and Knights who don't know, the Mad Covenant, they're they have no allies i could attack shrimp if i wanted shrimp could attack me but i can also attack the npcs and anybody that's uh he summons or that invades him like if you're part of the mad covenant nobody is your friend so i put down that sign, and shrimp was like why do you have a purple sign i was like don't worry about it and then 
he ended up attacking one of the NPCs and smacked me while he was at it. He's like, oh shit! I was like, yeah, I have no friends. And then some other somebody part of the Mad Covenant invaded him, and then I killed that guy, and it, I guess it completed my job because it sent me back to my world with two prizes. But anyways, um, any other games you guys want to talk about you played this week, or should we move on to the news? Mm, news, I guess. News. Get old news. What? Interrupt me. News of the week! Hosted by Shadowfox. Um, the Overwatch. We're going to talk about Overwatch again. Sorry, everyone. The Overwatch beta overshadowing Battleborn. So Battleborn was released this week, and Overwatch... Or no, last week. Over, Battleborn was released last week, because I'm doing this podcast later than I normally would. Uh, and then Overwatch beta was released right before it, or right after it. Do you think... Uh, Blizzard did that on purpose? There uh, are no accidents with Blizzard. Yeah, I mean, th- there's no accidents with marketing. So, yes, I think they did that on purpose. Do you think it's a scummy move? Because no. Battleborn's, Battleborn's already getting shit on by everyone, and then they just happen to have their <clears throat> beta on their week of their release. You know, all's fair in love and war. I mean, yeah, true. you know, too bad. It, I agree. It, it, whoever has the better product is going to come out the victor. Well, I mean, that was easy news. Speaking of warfare, how about Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? Sucks. I like it. I knew you would say that. Okay, Knights. What? I don't know if you. I don't. Yeah, he's he's retarded. Uh, <laughs> Are you I don't fucking know if you, kidding me, dude? I don't know. If you, no, I actually, I actually like it. Really? Why? I like the futuristic style. Some games got to actually take it to that sci-fi level. No, I love sci-fi, but that game looks just yeah, like it, a, a turd. <laughs> it, it looks like hot shit. Wait till you see the levels first. Don't 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 knock it till you try it because you never know. They may they may actually reinvent it. No, I can knock it because it has the words "Call of Duty." Well, see, I'm not that hardcore. Call of Duty does have some good games, but yeah, which this also one they're tying like in shit. freaking modern Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare in it, which. I guarantee they're only doing that because they know it'll bring up the sales, which I'm just going to wait the six months because I know they're going to end up releasing it by itself. Well, the, but they're not even releasing the whole thing. You're getting the campaign and you're only getting 10 multiplayer maps. Yeah, um, but I mean... They're... And they haven't announced if they're changing the way the multiplayer works too. I mean, think about that. So... Which is another reason I'm waiting. Like, if it's literally like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, they're like... Because Call of Duty, Modern Warfare had a great campaign and i liked the design of those maps so even if it is 10 maps 10 of those maps is worth a hundred maps of black ops but only if it's the style of gameplay of call of duty modern warfare yeah but like, like the, if, you may get that those maps but if it's in the the style of you know black ops 3 or advanced warfare or whatever it, it's going to be trash what do you think, Easy? What do you think of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? I'm the wrong person to ask about those. <laughs> okay, Knights, <laughs> Knights I, this is something I wanted to point out to you. If you go to YouTube and look up Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, the trailer, and you do the one that's like uh, posted by Call of Duty. Talking about has, the dislikes. Yeah, it has 100 dislikes, or 100,000 likes, and then 1.5 million dislikes. And Epicenter was telling me before the podcast that it's in the top 20 most disliked videos in YouTube ever. Hey, that's just a video. I could care less. Well, that's true. But let me ask you, what do you like about what? What to you, what looks good besides the sci-fi setting? 
Well, that's the thing. This is sci-fi setting, pretty much, is what drew me into I, it. I've said this, I literally said this in the last podcast. For Knights, if the game looks pretty, it's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> but it doesn't even look it pretty. It, no, it's not the whole pretty thing. It's just the futuristic setting for that one, you know, because some games really need to really push it. Although it do look so similar to, like, uh, Black Ops 3, as far as, you know, uh, like the character style and whatnot, but I'm willing to. I'm waiting to see what they really do with the environments. That's one of the biggest things right there. But watching the trailer, and I know it's a trailer, but the trailer is shown, you know, in-game footage, just like Battlefield One. Nobody has seen gameplay of either one yet, so let's be fair. But the trailer for Call of Duty, even like watching the explosions on the ground or whatever, they look visually the same as they did in like 09, 08, 2010, you know, they look the same. It, it doesn't even look like the game has advanced graphically at all. It's it looks like Black the same. Ops too. Well, yeah, graphically it's the same. I just want to see what they're going to do, but, make changes with environments. It's just for, like some of these games that have like pretty like mediocre graphics, but the gameplay is great due to like let's just say the environment, the the mecha game mechanics and whatnot. So I'm willing to see if they're able to really change things, like that big change that they made when they introduced modern warfare. So hopefully they do make something really good. Um, if they actually stop going towards like this the twitch, you know, like shooter style, and actually try to make it a little more strategic, it'd be better. But I'm sorry, but the only way that will ever happen is if they literally took it and revamped. The whole series and they would have to say that they're going to like they do that because like even watching this trailer it's a twitch shooter i can tell just by the trailer because the trailer looked exactly like all the previous call of duty trailers fucking ships <laughs> blowing up everywhere tanks rolling people rolling out of the way at the last second people injured and laying on the it it looks exactly like every single trailer that they well, yeah, ever and showed. that's my entire thing about the call of duty and somewhat battlefield it's a twitch shooter fps grinder it's, well, it, yes. not so I mean, much like Battlefield game, but it's not. Well, Battlefield is a little bit different. Just a bit different, yeah. You got to like, use a little more thinking for Battlefield. Honestly, like the okay, the the biggest problem people had with the last couple of Battlefields is one, Hardline was literally like a shot at Call of Duty, and it was made by a different group. So like, you really can't count Hardline because it was made by a different team. It was not the same Battlefield team. The thing that bugged me about Battlefield Four was Battlefield's always been on like, okay, I roll up on a tank and I can take down this building with my tank. But in Battlefield 4, like, most of the buildings were not destructible. Well, same with Battlefield hmm. 3. It's not just 4. 3 yeah. and 4 went backwards as far as destructibility. Yeah. they but, Which sucked, but they anyway, did. Battlefield's the next subject. Let's stick on to Call of Duty for now until we make that switch over. And yeah, and one of the points I was trying to make is if you change the play factor of Call of Duty, you're going to lose a lot of the players for that game. They'd just be better off creating a new franchise with a different uh, yeah, play style. I completely agree. Because I agree too. Call of Duty right hmm. now is you have all these little 12, 13, 14, 16-year-olds <laughs> playing this game that their reaction speeds are a lot higher than any of us now. And they just want to sprint around as fast as possible take their knife and stab somebody in the pinky toe and get them in one shot and then run around with dual SMGs and have unlimited sprint and freaking increased magazines and all this other shit and just 
run around like chickens with their heads cut off. Hold on, say. actually, they improved that with the melee, the the that one shot melee uh, stuff with uh, Black Ops Three. It actually took me more than one time to actually kill somebody it's with a melee. Still, unless you were behind them, but they they tried to tone it down. But the thing is, is that here's the here's my observation from Call of Duty, and you went from Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was a really good military modern day online shooter and you know it, it kept becoming faster the weapons kept getting toned down um the speed of the game kept increasing and it just reached a point where and i'm, I'm only speaking on the multiplayer aspects right. but it just reached a point where it's literally almost like a, a circus show watching a mat you know you got you it, it, to 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 attribute to what Knights was saying, it, it's almost watching a science fiction movie. You got dudes jumping all over walls, wall jumping, wall running, <laughs> wall grabbing, you know, d- crazy explosion. And half the weapons are pointless. You know, like the grenades don't even kill anybody anymore. The concussion grenades don't slow anybody down anymore. The flashbangs don't flash anymore. You know, the the guns, unless you're using sniper rifles and you're doing that quick scope bullshit, don't kill anybody anymore. You know, it, it's just, it's become almost, you know, you, you may as well just have an insta-gib, which I don't even know if a lot of the younger listeners may even know what that is, oh. but it's just where <laughs> Unreal Tournament had that. But, you know, it's just where it's just a one-shot, one-kill, you know, oh, just to see unreal. who had the twitch, you know, and it's just reached a point where, you know, Easy was right. There's no way it's going to be able to go back to what its roots were because they would alienate everybody that's carried it to what it is now because they've already lost everyone when they changed you know so and they would they would have to reinvent themselves completely in order to gain back that fan base i think but it's got that name for it and the american public is stupid and you know and they don't they still don't know a lot about video games but they know every year there's a new call of duty and their kids want it and it's still that that video could have 10 million dislikes it doesn't matter it's still going to sell you know 15 20 million copies yeah just because people go by Hmm. well that's that's the problem with uh with it though that i can see is that that's the reason why it's so similar to the other like call of duties as far as like um like the new Infinite Warfare, or even Black Ops 3, is because they're not giving it enough time, well, at least for the development team, to actually make something new. It's like they're forced to pretty much come out with, you know, one every, like, year or so. They got to go pretty much off of something quick. So Well, it's it three years of... now. Keep that in mind, Knights. Like, well, the, this yeah. <laughs> this company, the, the one that's making Infinite Warfare, their last game was Ghosts. It's the, the three-year development cycle now. Yeah, oh, but yeah, you got a good it's point. It's <laughs> all about um, you know corporate you know, influence. You know, if something succeeds, they don't want anybody to go Absolutely. outside that bubble. Yep. And you yeah. know, going too far out the bubble, it's like no, go back to what worked three years ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because obviously like, it'll work again. If you if they yeah. were stuck with the way Call of Duty Four was, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, if they would have stuck with that way, I guarantee I'd still be a Call of Duty fan because I'd loved. Love well, that game. Y- you you say that though, but I don't think you would because Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out what oh seven, I think it was oh seven. Okay, so that's almost a decade ago. There's no way now. And here I'll think back to when Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out. 
one of the main reasons that game succeeded so good was because the world was burned out of World War II shooters. They, the, the, the fan base, the gaming fan base was craving something different. You know, so if Modern Warfare, if Call of Duty would, would have stayed the same for the last nine, ten years and the infinite trailer came out, the world would be saying, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing we've ever seen because it would have been different. You know, so I think I don't know if it's a fair statement to make, because when something is good, but it, it continues to say the same, you have to evolve, you have to adapt and improve, you know, and but and that's why I think not to change subject, but I think that's why everyone's so excited for the other trailer that dropped this week is because it now old looks different again because everyone's so used to the same. Yeah. And, but it's the only reason I say that is because like, like I just, I really liked the way Call of Duty was like, it was really strategic and like a military shooter. It was really fun. And I'm sure Knights is sitting there like, what about rainbow six? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) And I don't, I don't know what it is about Rainbow Six. I just, I don't like Rainbow Six. Like, I think it's because you have these characters like like in Overwatch where you're stuck with them, but I feel like there are certain things that make Rainbow Six just really bad, like the uh, Riot Shields. My God, if I had a dollar for every time somebody came up with a Riot Shield and I'm shooting them in the foot and somehow they still managed to kill me with a pistol, I'd probably be at least have $100 right now. Oh yeah, they need some balancing on that part. That's just like, ridiculous. And there, there was no riot shields in Call of Duty. Like, I'm sorry, like our military doesn't use riot shields, which Rainbow Six Siege is more of a police force. But I'm just saying, like, so when they had riot shields in uh, Modern Warfare Two and they were taking on Predator missiles, I'm sorry, riot shields ruin everything in any game I've ever played. Like, they just they're not good. See, I could say the same for snipers. To me, snipers ruin every shooter ever made ever in the history of shooters. I think snipers should not exist. And multiplayer but i mean everybody has their own opinions but i i think that the that what you're saying about call of duty it you said it's a military shooter when you played it you felt like you were playing a military shooter yeah without the tediousness of arma you know you do or yeah. without without the it was basically the slow like, pace of Tom Clancy. You did, it, was, it felt like you're playing a fun military shooter. Yeah, and they did it right because it was like you were saying. It's basically like you had get straight to the action, fun of Arma without like the tediousness of it. And even the campaign was amazing in that game. I'm sorry, the campaign dropped off after Modern Warfare Two and every Call of Duty. Yes, absolutely. And the campaign in the first one was just amazing. And I just I that game had just nailed it on the head for me. Like I. Yeah, I remember I used to rage quit a lot back then, but that that Call of Duty had nailed like everything I wanted in a shooter. I fucking I remember laying in the grass in this one mission where it was raining, and like I would place this claymore on a table so when people would run by, it would detonate. And I had Turtle Beaches at the time, and I would if it uh, detonated and I still heard footsteps, I was laying outside the door so I would know they were coming around it. And I just I remember playing it with Altered Glitch and you. And a few others, and just having a real blast with it. Oh yeah, and the game was great. And the thing that one of the things I think that game was solid was that the kill streak rewards stayed the same, and they kept yes. it simple. You got yes. a UAV, you got uh, airstrike, and you got a helicopter, and that was it. 
that like there was nothing. And even that, with the airstrikes, else. you couldn't yeah, decide what direction it came in. It, that airstrike was just coming in, and you could say, right. "I yep. want at least one bomb to land in this location." But which direction that aircraft was coming, you don't know. And nobody but, was overpowered, and nobody dominated. The I mean, you you had really good players, and I think like my best match was maybe I think I think maybe I hit like an eighteen or nineteen kill streak maybe once in my life, you know. I, but I was. I thought I was a badass if I hit seven kills for the helicopter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it was awesome. And that game, uh, that game in Modern Warfare 2, out of all my friends, I had the highest accuracy. I didn't have the highest kill streak because that always went to glitch. And sometimes I wasn't even in my top three, but I definitely always had like the highest accuracy in that game. And uh, it was funny because like, uh, for, what was it? I think it was when the original black ops came out maybe i forget what it was but some clan was trying to recruit me and like they're like come watch our video and i watched their video and it was like all of them quick scoping and i just laughed i was like nope they had like one guy on their whole team that had like 12 dudes that actually had skill and he was not quick scoping yeah the i but speaking of the call of duty with the remaster do you think the remaster campaign is going to be worth playing? Uh, Not really. I no. would no. Since it's since our, like I can say like if the only thing that's going to make it worthwhile, and like I guarantee, six months down the road they're going to sell it by itself for forty bucks. And the only thing that I can say that will make it worthwhile is if they kept the multiplayer exactly the same and all they did was give it a new skin. If they changed anything at all, anything at all the multiplayer's just gone to garbage and I won't get it. But I can say if they made it exactly the same and all they gave it was a new skin, then I'll probably end up getting it. I see what they're trying to do, though, with the whole remastered version. They're trying to please the old fans and the new ones. Uh, so that's the reason why they're trying to have that Modern Warfare bundled up with it so pretty much you have, like, Actually, no option. A lot of people are saying, a lot of the podcasts and, like, major people in the industry, like IGN and GameSpot and stuff, they're saying they think they bundled it up because they know for a fact that the first Modern Warfare would outsell Infinite Warfare. Oh yeah, that's a definite the remastered version of that. Yeah. Huh. And that would just, I'm sorry, that would be an embarrassment no matter who you are. Yeah, but they can't abandon their product. No. That's I why mean, they're bundling it up and just right. charging it. To... Anyways, so speaking of YouTube videos that we're talking about earlier, something that has twice the many likes of dislikes, Battlefield 1, going back <laughs> to World War One. Now Easy, you've been quiet. I want to know your opinion first. If he's still there. Okay, Knights. It fine. ain't easy, easy. What's that? <laughs> I want to know your opinion on Battlefield 1, World War 1. I haven't seen it. Okay, go watch that trailer while we talk about it. You you need to watch it. It's just called Battlefield 1. It's only like one minute long. Yeah, okay. I, I've watched it like ten times. I'm in love with it. Oh, Speaking of trailers, I want to, I'm going to go back real quick. Call of Duty's trailer using uh, what's his name's music right after he died. Uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. Thank you. Not only was that remix <laughs> complete garbage, like <laughs> wow. it's like, did you guys just do use that song because he passed away, or did you happen to have that plan this whole time and you guys basically just cursed him with your awful game? Whereas Battlefield, I fucking love that remix of Seven Nation Army. I've actually had that song before. I didn't even see that yeah, trailer. See, but see, I thought both songs sucked. I mean, I don't, I don't think the song for World War One shooter. I don't think fucking that shitty ass band that made Seven Nation Army 
should even be in that trailer anywhere. But <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Could use Metallica. I don't care. I think Metallica sucks. They suck too. So what? I don't know if I can be friends with you anymore. Um, well, anyways, tell me what you guys think about the trailer. By the way, I don't know if you guys noticed at the beginning of the trailer, it says it's an all in uh, in game engine, which means that it's not gameplay. Yeah. But nonetheless, I'm definitely getting this on PC. But I, I don't, I don't doubt them because I've seen what they were capable of with um the Star Wars as far as graphic wise and whatnot, how good it looked. Yeah. And yeah, it seems as though they do come through with their promises most of the time. Oh, I agree. I think graphically it's going to look good. I'm just curious. I, I'm if if I have to buy one of their two right now, if I had to make a decision, it's going to be Battlefield. But yeah, I, I I am hesitant upon the gameplay. Now I did read somewhere um, where they did confirm that it will be sixty four players, so I'm very happy about that. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I'm worried though how they're going to implement the vehicles, um, you know, because the the trailer shows people controlling like you know warships to tanks to horses. You know, so how and how's biplanes. that gonna Yeah, and biplanes, you know, so how how are they gonna do that? You know, there there weren't a lot of vehicles used in World War One. And so I'm just confused on how they're from gonna make that implemented. They're gonna it's gonna be implemented a lot more co op. From what it looked like, the biplanes are actually like the biplanes where you have a rear gunner on your planes to ward off. Which other... looks awesome. Yes. Yeah. And then the tanks, I, I honestly believe with the tanks they're going to have a person that's just a dedicated driver, just like it actually was in World War One. So if they do that, that will make me a hundred times happier. Yeah, that would be cool if they try and keep it authentic like that. But I, me personally, I'm more interested in things like the, um, you know, here's the other thing. The weaponry wasn't varied as well, you know, so there weren't yeah. a lot of different weapons. Um, you know, I have... mustard gas. You know, how long is that? How, how deadly is that? How, you know, how wide of an area is it? Do all the soldiers have access to gas masks? You know, and I'm sure those details will come. But I, I'm I can I'm pretty sure not all soldiers have gas masks because like in Hardline, I think you had to choose the gas mask as an optional equipment. If I'm right, Knights, right? Yep. OK. And the mustard gas, I'm pretty sure mustard gas is going to be some type of like like there's the commander and he can use it to call down mustard gas. Oh, like a call in as yeah. opposed to an equipped item. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Now what's more into, well, what gives me more interested is uh, pretty much the whole battleship part. I wonder how that's going to play out right there. Is it going to be like the ATAT walkers pretty much uh, like in like the Star Wars be, battlefront? Or... If they do that stupid coin thing, like they did in battlefront, I will take that game right back to the store. <laughs> Yeah, let's hope they don't do that because that coin thing was bullshit. But I did read that the battles, the warships are very, 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 very powerful, but you are the primary target, so expect to die very quickly. That's yeah, what I read. I, I'm also imagining things like the tanks and the battleships. Like, I, I, they make this game how I'm wanting. The tanks and the battleships, you, you will need other people, like, spotting for you and saying, okay, aim down, aim up, okay, shoot over here. And like even then, actually, I, I'm even to today's tanks. Technically, you have to have somebody that actually fires the shells. It's not really the driver. 
or actually, you need somebody else to load the shells. I believe the driver actually does fire the shells. But in World War One, they were all different positions. And with the size of those tanks, I don't know if you actually noticed the comparison. Like when somebody was running away from one of those tanks, the fucking thing was massive. <laughs> well, the the tanks they had in World War One really weren't massive as far as tanks go. I don't know if you guys have been around tanks, but um, I believe majority of what was out around World War One are going to be two man tanks. I thought Germany had big ass tanks and uh... uh nope. Um I think one of the first ones were France. And there were, you know, other people, you know, slowly followed. But they're real small, real minimal vision, and the guns were really small too. It wasn't anything immense. Oh wow. Or even game breaking. Yeah. You know, it World War Two is where you saw, you know, armor take off. Did you watch the trailer? What did you think? Um, I heard you after I watched it about how you're holding out for gameplay. That's basically what I'm doing, too. Um, looks really good. I've never been disappointed with... I love playing the stories on Battlefield. They always do an awesome job. Eh, Battlefield 4 was crap. I enjoyed mm, Battlefield 4. I did, too. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it I mean, it, you know, I was on the edge of my seat pretty much the entire time. Really? Okay, I was. this... This looks like the tank I saw. Where's TeamSpeak? Okay. This looks like the tank I saw in the trailer. Kind of. Except everyone was on the inside. But this get is like the general idea. If you guys want to look well, at that. Well, that may be what they're going for, too. But I really do want to see gameplay. And good thing is, is E3 is right around the corner. So, you know, very soon we're going to have more information to talk about. But, oh, yeah. You know, I, I overall, though, like I said... You know, five minutes ago or whatever. If I had to pick one to buy, it would definitely be Battlefield. But that's based on history as opposed to just this trailer. Yeah. You know, I've always enjoyed the Battlefield games more than I than I did Call of Duties for sure. I'm just if as long if they bring back destructibility as much as they had in Bad Company too, that right there would sell the game to me. Well, they say it's supposed to be more of a feel like uh, Bad Company. That's what they're going for. So, they always say that. Because they know Bad Company 2 was their bestseller. It's just like Call of Duty saying every single time, this is the Call of Duty we always meant to make. It's like, really? You said that about your past three games, too. <laughs> so, well, this, I mean, this would be interesting, though. Let's just hope they actually stick to their guns and uh, can provide us with the, the battlefield we've always wanted, basically. Which, I, I mean epicenter history buff so anything that has to do with history it's like oh awesome. i think it's going to be very difficult to port historically accurate versus uh game playability you're yeah. right but you know i don't but know I mean, if as, as long to... as it's like the other battlefields i think it's going to be good yeah I mean, if yeah. They try to stick true to it as possible and don't just like all of a sudden i see like an f-18 fly by i'll be happy <laughs> On a side note, though, Skylar, that's where you and I met was Bad Company. Was it? I thought it was Modern Warfare 2. Or not Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare. Nope, Bad Company on the oh. Xbox. That game is so awesome. I love that <laughs> game. So many good memories. You can, you can ask Epicenter. I was a fucking hell of a shot with a sniper rifle in that game. Yes. I fucking, like, people could be on the other side of the map and sprinting, and I would nail them. 
And that was one of the games that first implemented the freaking, what's it called, uh, the gravity of the bullet. Bullet drop. Yeah, bullet drop. Thank you. Yeah, we had a pretty good thing where you would fly and uh, I would be a gunner too. Helicopter. Ooh, I love helicopters. Oh, those are the good times, man. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, good times. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if Battlefield will have much of a casting in their game, but uh, Dishonored, I don't know if you guys looked at that link that I put in the show notes for the article I wrote about it, but Dishonored is having one hell of a cast lineup for their new game that's coming out. I'm trying to find the link. It's see, I, the... I was actually very happy to see you link that because I didn't know they were coming out with a second one. <laughs> and by you chance, I... If you I... my website, you'd know. Well, you know, your website was somewhere else. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was very happy when I just happened upon Dishonored, and I was drawn into that game for probably two or three days straight, just going at it and loving every minute of it. So it'll be nice to get back into another uh, uh, episode of that uh, franchise. Did you look at... Oh, uh, easy. I don't know. Did you find the link? Yeah, no. I, I looked at it earlier when you linked it. That's, you know, when you I saw that, I was uh, questioning it and... It looks really good. I'm gonna enjoy, you know, I'm gonna enjoy another game. I'm just, okay, I just found. I'm reading the. Uh, I'm just excited. Like they have Wilson Fisk from Daredevil. That guy is an amazing actor, and they have the guy that plays uh, Oswald Cobblepot from Gotham. Another amazing actor. Small actors, but oh my god, dude! Like seriously. Well, Vincent, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio is not is small. Small, and he's really good. Um, Rosario Dawson, uh, she's, she's, very under, she's very underrated. Who's Claire too. Temple in Daredevil? I'm terrible with names, so I don't remember her name. Or who she's a it. nurse that oh he happens upon. Yeah, if she's not in okay. too much of it, but there's a few episodes here and there. I, I remember. Yeah, as soon as you said nurse, I know who she is. Yeah, okay. The um, Sam Rockwell is really good. Uh, who else is there? The who's this guy? Oh, Nick yeah, Valentine Steven, from Fallout Four. Yeah, Stephen. He's a really good voice actor in video games. Um, and Erica Luttrell. The only I know who Darla is in Fallout Four because I've played it. But I mean, she, that was that was nobody to write home about. But <laughs> you know, but still, I think Vincent D'Onofrio, Rosaria Dawson, and Sam Rockwell alone. That's a really good cast. Yeah, I'm. I never beat the last. Um dishonored because it's one of those games like once you complete something you can't go back to it and i'm one of those people like when i'm playing a game like that like skyrim for instance i could i did a little bit of the campaign and then i spent several hours doing side quests and then i went back to the campaign and then several hours doing the side quests and then finally i was like okay i want to finish out the campaign and just beat all the campaign and i just went back to doing my side quest whereas dishonored and uh what's that other one where they have all the augmentations uh Deus Ex. Uh, Deus Ex. Both of those games where it's like, when you beat a chapter, you could never go back and do those side quests. And that irritates me, and so like I could just never beat those games. Well, one of the things I'm just looking at the, the line up here, it kind of scares me because um, when you see so many like heavy hitters right there, you know, as far as those actors going, uh, it's going to have a good story, but how much gameplay is they going to actually take away just to make sure that story goes the way they want? Oh, dis- the first Dishonored had this just as amazing uh lineup and they didn't take away from the story at all oh see i didn't play too much of it i think i paid about like hmm, two hours tops oh man yeah that's there, all I there's got. a lot 
I, I've thought about actually rebuying the game and trying to go back through it again because I bought Thief again and I made it a little bit further than the first time. But again, like one of those games, once you beat the chapter, you can never go back. I still got it on my PC. I may actually just, you know, play it. I definitely suggest it. It was a good game. I got, I probably got halfway through Dishonored before I got frustrated with the whole chapter thing. Yeah, I, I think I've had it for probably about three, three years or so. And I have never um, unloaded it. It's always been there. Oh, noise, noise, noise. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So I'm just, I'm just thinking of, like, wow, this is, this is, it seems as though they have a lot of, uh, a lot of cast from Daredevil there. Yeah, I'm, it was Daredevil, and I think they had a few from Fallout. So, I mean, this, I'm, I'm, this looks like it'll be a good game, but, uh. If if you guys want to keep talking about this, we can. If not, do you want to move on to debate of the week? Actually, I want to talk about something else too. Uh, pretty much have y'all have y'all seen that um that remake of uh, Bloodborne Environment and also of Silent Hill? It was done by uh, oh the Unreal Engine. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty nice, right? That isn't that's what their new uh, graphics card they just announced, right? The 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 ten um the ten eighty, yeah, isn't that what it's with? Actually, no, I don't think it's with that though. No, maybe, maybe you can help me with this because like from was... the things I've read, it sounds like the ten eighty p is not actually as powerful as the GTX because like it I, from what it sounds like, it has less VRAM in it. I read it's forty percent more powerful. Yeah, I heard that it could be up to like you know two two times two times or three times more powerful, due to like having about like two three more teraflops as well. It it confuses me also though because like the GTX right now is a thousand dollars, but then they're bringing in the 1080 at six hundred. I guess they found a way to decrease the chip size. They said it's the equivalent of running simultaneous one hundred percent two GTX nine eighties side by side. Yeah, <laughs> just, just imagine if you run in those 1080p's well, like and SLI. No, no, S, no SLI or crossover, well, okay. it's just basically well, two of those back-to-back. Were well, you saying it's 40% more powerful than the 980's or the Titan? The Titan. Titan, Jesus. they said. Yeah. Almost makes me want to buy one of those and replace my Titan. Good, you can give me your Titan. <laughs> I just <laughs> right. my Titan in my other computer. you got to remember, I have a spare computer. I have a sorry graphics card for what I can afford if, right now. If anything, I'm hoping that they'll drop the price on the Titan and I can pick up a Titan for like 400 bucks. <laughs> I mean, because like if you have to think about it, if this graphics card is actually better than the Titan and they're bringing in at $600, the Titan's not going to stay at 1000 unless it is more powerful. Like, that's just, that doesn't make any more sense. Because like, supposedly, like, it, from what I read, the GTX 1080 has, uh, I think it's like eight, or it's like eight or ten gigs of VRAM, and the GTX has twelve. I don't. I have no idea. So that's the only thing I'm confused about. Because yeah, because I've I've seen debates everywhere where people are saying it's more powerful, but then like from when this is just me personally, from what I've read, like actual like on uh, different news articles that they said that it has like eight or ten gigs. I can't remember exactly offhand, but then I'm like, well, my GTX has like twelve. 
Anyways. Uh, so, do you want to move on to the debate of the week? Because I'm sure it'll be a quick one, because we're running short on time now. Oh, yeah, it's fine. All right, Epi, give us the debate. Um, well, it, I'll go, I'll kind of go old school on you. Just real quick, wanted to get everybody's thoughts on what do you consider to be a casual versus hardcore gamer? Ooh, that's actually a good one, because I've debated about this in my head a lot. Um, I would say a hardcore gamer puts in about, like, about, like, 20 or more hours a week. See, I, I, I can never... So you equate it by hours? Nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. equate it by hours. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, hours don't mean anything to me. I equate it by, you know, how many games they play, how knowledgeable are they, you know, there's a certain level of skill associated with it, you know, the, the variety of genres that they play, you know, I think it's kind of a, because I know guys that put in a ton of hours into like one game. To me, that is not a hardcore gamer. That's a very casual gamer who just likes one game a lot. Oh yeah, you have a good point there. Goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think a hardcore gamer is somebody that lives and breathes. Like I, I know I fall under that category. Lives and breathes. Uh under the in like the industry of like just playing games though like not just like me i'm more of interested in like talking about it like i have the gift of gab i love fucking talking about video games all day every day and uh i feel like a hardcore gamer is somebody that's like like these guys that go to like freaking no that's just too hardcore i i don't know i'm gonna let somebody else talk about it for a second while i think see i consider myself a hardcore gamer and that's really nerdy to say but i do because i've played video games for pretty much my whole life and always have probably always will you know i've actually gone to you know video game expos and check things out you know just to play games um I, i i'm for the most part consistently up to speed on what's current what's trending you know for the most part i'm playing most of the games that come out um at one point in time or another you know to me that's a guy who if i had to put a label on it's kind of a hardcore gamer Hmm. easy what do you think yeah i i think in my opinion a hardcore gamer would be somebody who spends most of their time trying to enhance their gaming experience with whatever game they're at you know whether it's just mods tweaks glitches cheats just knowing the game inside and out and like they're saying multiple games at a time doesn't matter what they're on at the moment but they're maximizing what they do in that game and whatever game they're doing yeah i agree i also agree with that i think that that is one aspect of being a hardcore gamer i mean they're I'll use glitch as an example. Um, you know, my buddy Clay, where he doesn't get as much time to play due to his you know job now. But when he plays, he's doing everything he absolutely can do to ensure his how should I say success at the game to the point of new keyboards or new monitors to reduce 
you know, milliseconds of latency to new controllers <laughs> to, I yeah. mean, the guy, he's, I mean, he's Glitch doing everything is, he can to, that's a hardcore to, his name is yeah, perfect. he's a hardcore gamer. Absolutely. His name is perfect. That is, that's an overkill glitch. gamer right there. <laughs> so his name is perfect because it's altered glitch and he is totally in tuned into the gaming world. And I shit you not, not only is the guy just good at video games, because like I, if he plays yeah, a video game, me the fuck off. If he plays a video game, he's always the top player. And if he's not the top player, he's second. And that's only because he came in late. And exactly. And not only is he <laughs> so, not only is he good at it, but I, sw- I swear to fucking god, on Battlefield Three, he was standing up. I was laying in rocks next to him. And I got sniped. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) So he has fucking good luck shining out of his asshole when he plays these games. Because, like... (laughs) You know those people that are always like, okay, do do I turn left or right? I'm going to turn right. And then you should have turned left. For him, he's like, okay, I'm going to turn right. Oh, good. The guy has his back to me. Dude, I'll give give you an example. You know, uh, I'll make it quick because not a lot of people play dark souls but i'm helping i'm helping him through dark souls 3 because he doesn't have a lot of time to play but you know a lot of times i can't so he'll ask me or he'll text me or you know whatever and i'm like you know hey he's like hey i'm getting ready to go to this i'll just use an example this particular boss fight i'm like well you know that one was really tough that probably took me a good you know like 15 20 tries and and then as i'm explaining it he's like oh i already killed it I'm like, fuck you, you know, <laughs> like seriously, or he'll be like, Hey, what's coming up at this part? I'm like, well, it's single player only. You have to go through it. You know, man, it took me a while to get through. I'll, I'll already done. You know, I'm like, dude, that's frustrating know, me. Cause Dark Souls is one of the few it. games I'm actually good at and hearing him, hearing you say that about him. I was like, Oh, that breaks my heart a little. Yeah. But I can see where he's coming from. Yeah. I just want to complete the game as quick as possible. That way you have more time to play other games. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a bunch of different definitions, but so what do you guys think? Okay, so what's a casual gamer to you guys? Like, what, what, what would you consider someone to be casual? Um, a casual gamer for me, I'd say, is a person that just they don't video games aren't on the forefront of their mind, but if they're sitting there at home and all of a sudden they're like, you know what, I have a little bit of time before my wife gets home, I'm gonna pop in and play a little bit of Call of Duty. And that's like they only know like the big names out there. Like they don't go off and venture into the deep dark zone of the video game world and find little games out there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so Omar would be a good casual gamer. Yes. Okay. And but like that—that's probably what I would say is a hardcore gamer, somebody that knows a lot about video gaming. Like I consider myself a hardcore gamer, and I listen to some of these podcasts though, and they're talking about games I've never even fucking heard of. So well, that's I'm, the beauty of gaming, though. There's so much, yeah. but yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I would so. say like a casual gamer is somebody that just because there's a guy I work with, he loves playing Call of Duty, and he's like slightly like Battlefield, but those are the only two names he knows. He doesn't. He's never even heard of Overwatch. Wow, wow, that's just sad. Well, you know, I got a buddy. He's on a PS4, and he plays. God, I bet he puts 30, 40 hours a week into Destiny. And here's a true fact. It's the only game he's ever played. He will Whoa. not he will not play anything else. But he's like really hardcore about Destiny. 
He's never played Call of Duty. He's never played Battlefields. He's never played World of Warcraft. He's never done anything. He's never played anything but Destiny. It's the only game he's ever bought for the PS4. It's That's the only game. I mean, total it's crazy. Waste for the PS4. Yeah, he plays it on the PS4. And I'm saying that's a waste of a PS4. Like, but not why would him. you just play that? He, one? he plays that sucker 30, 40 hours a week. Wow. Nights you know, need to show so him is the that light. guy? Is that guy casual or is <laughs> that guy hardcore? I think he's I'd a still, hardcore Destiny player. I'd say he's a hardcore Destiny player, but as a gamer in general, he's just casual. Yeah, and missing out. That's what I tell him all yeah, the time. He's... I'm like, dude, you're missing out. Yeah, he is missing out. I'm like, that's if... like watching like the first Star Wars and never watching the rest of the Star Wars. Movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's quite a few Star Wars you can miss out on and be happy with. <laughs> True, three. but the beauty of it is is that there's so many of them. There's beauty in all of them at some point. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, uh, casual gamers, you know, generally how I consider myself now is you only play a game for your enjoyment, up to your enjoyment, and then you play or do whatever else you know, gives you enjoyment. If you're getting frustrated or upset, it's not worth it. Yeah, I like I like that philosophy. <laughs> I strive for it. I haven't quite hit it yet. Yeah, I'll strive for it. I'll never hit it. See, back in the day, I used to do the whole uh, rating thing back in the WoW days. You know, God, it feels like almost a decade now. But, <laughs> you know, it, it was fun and being able to accomplish things. But the frustration factor there made sure that you spent enough time to make sure that you could be at the top of your game. And a lot of it was just mind-numbing and frustrating. I agree. But on the same token, now that you said that, and I'm not changing gears here, I almost wish there would be another MMO like WoW that came out because I miss MMOs in general. Oh, agreed. There, there needs to be something out there that comes to the same forefront of quality and just See, enjoyability. I was talking to uh, Shrimp last week about this, and Knights. Knights can verify it. One, Shrimp didn't know the original Warcraft was an RTS. And That's two, That was a surprise, yeah. <laughs> uh, two, I was telling him, if Blizzard would make a StarCraft MMO, I swear to God, I would lose my shit. Yeah. If they would just I, make any other MMO, it would be amazing. True. But yeah, like, you know, you're a little bit off topic, but... Did you know Overwatch was a... Uh, Warcraft first came out? Uh, they came out with little demo pieces on the little three and a half inch, you know, floppy disks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know uh, that's how I installed it. I would race home every day from school to play whatever level I could, and you know you could not you know succeed the mission and basically just mine and do whatever you want. And that's basically how I spent my high school days. Yeah, it's awesome. And oh, yes, man. Skyler, uh, Overwatch was that code name Titan, which yeah. everybody thought was a new MMO. Huh. So, yeah, over, the characters from Overwatch were originally supposed to be part of an MMO, but then they the project failed, and they just sat in storage for everywhere, forever, and they were like, hmm, we can turn this into a Team Fortress MOBA shooter-like. You know, I'm, I'm glad they did. I, I think people need to step away from the MMO for probably at least another five years. They they need to make a breakthrough in just how the Agreed. game evolves. Yeah. yeah, it's just been, most of these MMOs have been crappy. 
Like I, I loved Final Fantasy, you know, but the thing is, it's just like it just took my life away. <laughs> like, like, seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, Star Citizen comes out, it's gonna take my life away. And then if Blizzard made a star, I think like when Star Citizen is fully released, then Blizzard's gonna come out and say, "Oh, guess what? We're coming out with a StarCraft MMO." But here's the thing, though, StarCraft. I think I'll try and look it up for you this week. I think StarCraft is their least recognized IP and their least popular IP. So it, I don't know why they would do that. It is now, but when StarCraft was originally released, it it was huge. It was still undermined by Warcraft, but I feel like with, you know, Call of Duty Call of Duty doing space, Star Citizen doing space, No Man's doing space, or No Man's Sky doing space, uh all these games are suddenly doing space. Blizzard's not dumb. They're going to see the trend. Well, yeah, and I think, you know, I, it's been a while since I looked back on it, but I think StarCraft came out around the era people were shifting over to the FPSs, so like Unreal Tournament and well, yeah, Quake. Quake. Quake 3, UT, 2004, I mean, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. There, and there really wasn't much else outside of Total War Annihilation in the RTS market besides StarCraft. Yeah, and people were getting tired of it because you had Command and Conquer, which I think was like the forerunner of the RTS era, and then they made Warcraft to kind of compete with that, and then StarCraft to you know basically be another breed. And StarCraft was always you know anything in my opinion StarCraft has come out publicly with has been good. Yeah, like StarCraft was never their huge hitter, but the fans they had were always really loyal fans. Like it's. It's like uh, the Zelda games. Zelda's actually never been a major hitter for Nintendo, but they know their fans are super loyal to that series and will buy it whenever it comes out. What's sad is I haven't even got the third installment of StarCraft. Oh, I have. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't beaten it yet because I'm still working on the second expansion, but it's like... I, I love StarCraft. Like I hate playing as a Zerg, but I'm still loving the second expansion, Heart of the Swarm. I haven't and played I, StarCraft 2. I cannot wait to get to the third one because I love the Protoss, so I'm going to love that story. I think I'm just too old. I suck at it now. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think it soured me because when I was playing StarCraft in the original days, is everything was just a big tank rush with a uh, Zerg or whatever. But I know we've gone a little bit off subject. I just want to say real quick that with uh, if tell me right now, what do you guys think? If they made a StarCraft MMO, would you get into it? Oh yeah, I would make any MMO that I would get into any MMO that Blizzard put out right now. Knights, <laughs> StarCraft. You know what? That's a, that's a tough one. Like how, like how would they actually make it though? Like do they have I, enough? Like as far as like uh, for the bestiary and all that stuff like the that. Lore? Really... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Hmm. If they have enough of that, then I say, hey, the, the it'd war, be good. But StarCraft is just as deep as Warcraft. Well, in that case, I say, yeah. Because whereas, I mean, yes, Warcraft has more races, but they only have two factions. Whereas StarCraft has three factions, and each of them has different, like. The Zerg has multiple breeds. I don't want to call them races because they're well, not races. Well, you could races. call them classes. Like, yeah, mean, look classes. At Terran, Zerg, and Protoss, you could have 10, 20 classes easy. To each faction. To each faction.
Uh, and I think that was a debate that you and um, Shrimp was having too. Yeah, Shrimp, Shrimp yeah. couldn't fathom how they would balance it because, like, I was like, okay, the ghost wouldn't have the nuke, but then it's not StarCraft. It's like, well, then I told him, I was like, well, that's what they did with Warcraft. I was like, you don't see Tarns walking around throwing huge boulders and crushing people. He's like, well, Warcraft wasn't an RTS, and that's when I discovered Shrimp <laughs> oh, was wow. not quite as nerdy as I thought, apparently. Well, yeah, but also, too, in World of Warcraft, you don't have to pave a fucking road to build a house either, just like you did in the first warcraft rts i mean yeah true you know there's there's going to be adaptations but as far as an mmo goes yeah they have the they have quite they have the capacity for the lore and they got the character classes already set i mean you know and they i mean hell look at the sheer amount of planets you could travel to just yeah, to there's... quest on it'd be amazing yeah well, and i i think that's the whole sense of where people need to go they need to realize they need to go into a space exploration mmo a good one yeah you know, whether you know like dune or starcraft or star citizen or you know what have you there's opportunity out there somebody just needs to create a game that takes advantage of it well enough to keep the players you know attracted to it and i'm sorry like even as star citizen doing as well as it's doing if i had to give it to one company it would definitely be blizzard oh yeah um, well here's the thing look at how adding to your point easy Look at how successful fucking Destiny is as a very MMO super light. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah, you can go to four different planets, and each planet, their hub is the size of my backyard. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, there's nothing else to do on this planet. But think if they would have just made that game into what it should have been, how successful it would be. Exactly. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement. Uh, do you guys want to continue on with this debate, or should we go on to themes? Uh, guess that theme. Uh, themes, please. Themes. <laughs> guess that theme. We can go on for the rest of the night. Yeah, we, we could. Um, I was just about to get into to, to the Android games, you know? I love my road ride, man. No. no. Oh, by the way, just so you know, uh, well, basically all three of you, the only reason I'd keep my Android instead of getting the iPhone 7 is because it's already more than halfway paid off. I miss my iPhone so bad. That's just sad. You know what? Get See, the emulators, I mean, man. Ugh, you fucking Apple fanboys driving I know, nuts. right? <laughs> I agree. Exactly, yeah. But I, you can't call me a fanboy because I actually gave Android a try, and I just, it's not for me. It, that's all it is. It's, ugh, fanboy. I can say the same about you and Android. I think much less of you now. Oh, no, my, uh, <laughs> I'm not an Android fanboy. I'm fucking anti-hipster Apple. Anything that fucking shit company puts out, I'm not going to like. And it's yeah, not it, just it that, might it's be just... people who actually grew up in the era of like IBM, Apple, because we were aware of how shitty Apple was. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I'm, I am completely against their corporate philosophy and their business practices. So yep. I won't buy their product. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. And it's just got even more ridiculous. But hey, did any of you guys... Oh, what the hell is this?
Okay, before you go, let me explain the rules to Easy. Uh, you'll have 30 seconds to guess the theme of the song. You have unlimited guesses. And then once it's up, you both, all of you will have two guesses and you can call out for a hint. But once you call out for your hint, it, you gotta remember it's gonna, everyone's gonna hear it. So uh, go ahead and guess. Silent Hill. No. Perside Eve. No. Star Trek. No. Resident Evil. No. Dark Souls. No. Space. Nope. No, it down. Nope. Hey, I used a hint. Where's my hint? It's not 30 seconds not up yet. Oh, damn. <laughs> Done. Hint? You really want a hint? You, you, you're just going to throw it out there? Hint? The world's covered in ice. Um, Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne. Yep. Epicenter gets a point. <laughs> Boom. You're the one that called out a hint. It's not my fault. God damn, he's quick. <laughs> All right. You guys can keep talking while I look for another song. Thank uh, you, Knights. And by the way, I don't know why I'm that's making that ding sound every time I hit this button. Ding? I don't hear a ding. I hear it for you. Good. I hear. I don't, I don't have like a sometimes ding when you push the button too hard, I can hear you pushing it on your keyboard, but I don't hear a ding. Oh, in Teamspeak, you hear a ding. That's just letting you know your voice chat's activated. Oh, I okay. just haven't heard it this whole time. What's another one I want to look up? Oh, that's what it was. I was about to say Lost Planet. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good guess. But I narrowed it down for you, didn't I? <laughs> Well, you can say space, but I, I, it doesn't mean it's not in space because it's not twenty questions. You just have thirty seconds to keep, throw as many guesses as you want. Oh, so I need to guess exactly? Yes. Oh, oh fuck wow. that! I'll lose every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Gotta love it. You got. See, I, that I, game I didn't know theme would be like music theme. That wasn't specified. Yeah, theme is probably the wrong word. It's the it's soundtrack. Okay, guess that soundtrack. There guess, we go. That, yeah, guess the see, game the soundtrack is from. But guess that theme is just easier to say as a title of the section. Uh, you need... Star Wars. Third, uh, Overwatch. Wait for it to... God damn it. <laughs> I'm doing, neither of you get anything because you're supposed to wait for the song to end. Why do I have to wait 30 seconds <laughs> if I already know the answer? And let oh, Overwatch. <laughs> what? I was right. I get that point. I waited 30 seconds. Oh, my seconds. God. You guys are terrible. <laughs> if I know it, I'm shouting it. <sighs> All right, keep talking while I think of something. <laughs> wow. Uh, I usually write down a list I never got to today. So, um, yeah. it's Keep talking, damn it. Was any of us right, though? Yeah, it was Overwatch. Yeah, me. Oh, goddamn. So, I mean, you're just... I mean, you're still at one point while everybody else is ahead of you. <laughs> Goodness gracious, that's just sad. Oh, shit, I can't think of any more. Hey, you guys remember uh, Super Mario RPG? No. 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 Oh, man, I love that game. I want to see another Mario RPG. You get to play as Bowser, like RPG, like um, like turn-based. 
It was interesting, man. Milo was my favorite character on there. That'd be See, I don't cool. like turn base. See, I love turn base. No, back in the uh, days, Final it Fantasy. was good. Some of my favorite games of all time are turn XCOM, XCOM Two, Divinity, See? Original Sin. See? Oh, See, I, fucking I great games. Never, Final Fantasy Tactics was beautiful too, man. I've never liked turn-based games. I don't know what Have it is. Have you ever played an XCOM XCOM game? You guys ready? Ages ago, yes. All right, I'm By ready. the way, Fire Emblem Fates, fucking amazing game. I'm shouting it out when I know it. <laughs> Thirty seconds, man. Thirty I'll seconds. Say, I'll save the viewers twenty seconds. Silent Hill. That one game by that one guy. Go. Resident Evil something. Final Fantasy something. The Notebook. Eternal Sonata. Well, fuck it. I'll just give it to easy. It's Resident Evil Zero. Uh, Damn, I said Resident <laughs> Evil. I, I said him, or not you, sorry. I meant Epicenter. God damn it. No, you said me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that point. <laughs> damn, my dyslexia. No, take you back. <laughs> I was trying to think of an 8 bit game, but I couldn't think of one. My 8 bit knowledge is not that good. I, I ain't going to know any 8 bit stuff. I ain't going to know any music, though. So. I'm screwed from the beat. Get go. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp womp. Okay, good thing I didn't pick an ape, but God, Epicenter is killing it. He's caught up to he's past shrimp and everybody else. Fuck yeah! I've only done this twice. Actually, this is my second time. I thought this was your third time. <laughs> oh goddamn! Nope, second time. <laughs> the only person that's beating you is eight bit. But once I, because I plan on doing one episode where it's meet the hosts, and it's going to be kind of like just us bullshitting, so it won't even be like a full episode. It'll be like a twelve point five episode. And I'm going to restart the game, and I'm going to implement new rules where, like, if you guess it within the 30 seconds, you get two points. And then after the 30 seconds, you only get one point. So. That's cool. Or I'm thinking about changing it to, like, I'll play the theme, and then what he was, he was saying was, like, you get, uh, I'm going to do it where you, you have 20 questions, and you guys have to kind of, like, work together to guess it. But then I'm going to make the song a lot harder, too. Well, song, because it will take you guys longer. And if if you guess the wrong game, you lose. So I'm debating on which one I want to do. If I want to keep going with what we're going, where I play like three or four songs, and you guys just try to guess it and go against each other, or you do 20 questions and you work together. But then it's harder. Depends how much time you want to designate to that uh, segment. True. I guess I can just kind of wing it for that episode. Anyways... Man. I'm over here watching Carlos play this Overwatch. He is nice with this uh the girl with the freezy gun. Me, yeah. Uh, that's because Carlos, your bot, is good at games. <laughs> you, you were just now. You, you, no boy. Oh no, I'm I'm good with junk rat. No, no, no. I've, I've seen I get you play a minimum games. at least about seventeen. You bad. You bad. You just bad. <laughs> Sad. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and say our goodbyes. No, I don't want to uh, say goodbye. Nights, where can these beautiful people find you? Everywhere and nowhere. 
and uh, Epicenter, where can they find your son, who's making more money than me in streaming? Um, I don't have I don't have that information. I have no idea. And he's like not like a, yeah, Epicenter and I, Junior. I intentionally on try to stay off people being able to find me, so I don't know. No, I mean <laughs> your son. Your son. Oh, I don't. I don't know how to tell you to. I'll find a shit. He's not like Epicenter you. Jr. on Twitch. No, man. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Shesson. <laughs> I think it's Shesson. S H E S I N. So he's just has taken the name. Or something like that. Yeah, that's like a really old name I had one time, but I, I don't know. I'll have to ask him. So I, I'll, I I'll no broadcast problem. his info next time. How's that? I have, yeah, I have no problem mentioning him on the podcast. Man, I should get him to post my website on his stream. Anyways. Uh, easy. I know they can't find you anywhere, but go ahead and tell the people that. Well, you can find me by messaging ShadowFoxE57 parentheses, dusk parentheses. I changed that, actually. Didn't I? I think I changed that. Nope. No, I meant to change it to CGM. Oh, well. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Reddit, and you can find the uh, website on Facebook and the website itself at www ChimeraGamingMedia.com and Chimera spelled C-H-I-M-E-R-A. Throng. Uh, what? What? That's the best way. You're going to disagree. Yes. Anyway, uh, have a good night, everyone. See you. Good night. Night. Night, night. <laughs>